Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. Hey, happy to welcome you to Second Half Now. We're going to start at the very top of the show with the uh, title. I've been kind of getting into the practice of giving a, uh, a topical title that will kind of tell where we're going with the show. And here is... With our guest in studio and all the things that we have ready to go, here's the, uh, the introduction. Here's the title for the show. When the shift hits the fan, learning to embrace change as your friend. Welcome to the show. I'm Dr. Dan Critchett. Happy to be here. I've been through a lot of changes and challenges in life, and I need to hear what our uh, guest is going to share with us today. And we have our lovely and talented co-host, she squints and scrunches when I say that. I'll just give you her name, Dr. Denise Hogan. Hello, Denise. Yeah, thank goodness it's radio, right? It is. Welcome, everyone. It's good to be here today. I am Denise Lopez Hogan. I'm the uh, Director of Career and Life Counseling at Warner Pacific College and also run a private practice, Square Peg Psychological. So this is a topic I'm certainly going to enjoy today. Yeah. For me, not only having experienced a lot of these uh, tough, tough changes, uh, but also as a pastor, helping people go through them also themselves. As a uh, career pastor and ministry person, gosh, some of these changes are just unsettling and upsetting, and it just changes the course of our lives and how we feel about where we are and where we've been and where we're going. It makes it very, very difficult. But we are so pleased to be able to introduce a guest today that's going to help us get some handles on this so that we actually can embrace change as our friend, because the shift does hit the fan during our lifetime. So we have five topic areas that we do on the show, and we try to spread them around a little bit, and here they are. Number one is home and family. Number two is health and wellness. Number three is budget and finances. Number four is heart and soul, and number five is work and service. With those five topics, we pretty well cover what life is about for us as boomers, wouldn't you say? I think it, it covers it pretty well. Yeah, I think whatever we're dealing with, we can find one of these subject areas to put it under. We're going to introduce our guest in just a moment, really looking forward to doing that. By the way, I couldn't quite decide what topic uh, this show was going to fall under, uh, but I chose, of those five, I chose that it's going to fit under heart and soul. Because some of these things, they're not so much about finances only. They're not so much about health and wellness. All that stuff can be involved. But it really is about what's going on inside of us. Mm. It's our, the spiritual part of our life, the emotional part of our life, and all that stuff that's going on. And there's going to be some really, really good, helpful stuff in this show today. So stay tuned. So, um, Denise... Right. So having Miles with us today is excellent because he, in his own life, 
has uh, had the shift hit the fan many times. Um, one of those ways is is uh, used to be very much involved in the music production world, but now is an entirely different arena that he earns his daily bread, shall we say. And Miles is a therapist and a life coach, and he's had some uh, some pretty amazing training experiences, folks that he's had a chance to work with, including uh, Mark Victor Hansen and Les Brown and Dr. Deepak Chopra. So some names that some folks out there might recognize. Um, but we're here to extract everything we can from Miles about what he's learned, not only in his own life, but in his professional life as a coach, as a master's in counseling psychology, um, and as a speaker national, nationally. He's been on television and radio shows. So it's great to have him here today, and we are going to uh, make the most of his visit. So Thank welcome. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Can you help us in these times together, both in the on-air part and on the podcast part, can you help us with some clues or tips, some ways that we can embrace change as our friend? Wow, it's such a big question. And I know for some folks, depending on what may be going on in their lives, the idea of embracing change as a friend may seem kind of foreign, uh, especially if change was not anticipated mm-hmm. and the rug gets pulled out from underneath one mm-hmm. or seems to be. Uh, it's sometimes hard to see the perspective mm-hmm. because we can get caught up in the pain and the suffering and trying to just mm-hmm. make it through a day. Right. So I, I think that, you know, it's kind of fun that what we're, what we're talking about and really why we're talking about it, because even before we be, be, began this program today, we were sharing in all three of our lives the changes that are happening literally um, moments before we came on the air here. And it's it's a fluid dynamic. We never really quite know where things are going. And the piece that we have in terms of how we move with it is how we interpret things Mm -hmm. and also how we, um, and how we shape these opportunities called change. And I think the, the idea of this program and really the title is about not seeing change as something that we try to avoid. We try to see change as an opportunity and how we embrace the qualities of change to bring us closer to God and to bring us closer to why we're here. Mm-hmm. We're going to cover a lot more about that and get real down and practical about some of these things uh, coming up. So stay tuned. I'm going to switch gears a little bit and lay over uh, the quote here because I always do this, um, who said that? And I always go out on the internet and try to find uh, a quote that fits the topic and the guest for the day. And I found a winner. And uh, neither uh, Denise nor Miles had heard this one before, but the clues are going to, I'm going to kind of go a little bit easy on you guys. And I think if we get to the third clue and you don't know this person, well, um, maybe you're not uh, in the right, you might be under 50, I'll put it that way. And if you're under 50, you're not supposed to be listening to this show. (laughs) Naughty, naughty. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here's the quote. Who said that? I can't change the direction of the wind but I can adjust my sails to always reach my destination. Now, the reason that I liked that quote, actually, I put a whole page full of quotes, and I, I chose this one of, out of all of them for two reasons. Number one, we have to have resilience and adaptability in our lives. 
We have to be purposeful. We have to be able to take what comes and do something about it. And that's what I'm hoping, Miles, that you can give us a little bit of an opening, kind of open the door a little bit to some of these things for today. But the other thing is destination, because it says... I can adjust my sails to always reach my destination. We're not just floating out there on the sea and hope some wind comes around and blows us, well, someplace. Because in life, we want to have direction. We want to have purpose. We want to have some things that we, where we know that we're wanting to get to. And these things, these shifts that come, these changes, the ups, these upsetting things might seem to throw us off course. But in and all, maybe it is a way really for us to get to where God intends for us to be after all. So those are the reasons I chose the quote. Here is the first clue. All right. We got three clues, uh, two of them on the, on this side, on the on-air part, and then one uh, we carry over. And we got a special uh, surprise for you on the podcast side. All right. Here's clue number one. He grew up during the Depression, lived in a shack, and his mom sewed clothes for him out of sugar sacks, all of which resulted in teasing and ridicule from his friends and schoolmates. Mm. Now, that doesn't necessarily, you know, bring names to mind, but it gives a little context for this person's life and why he might have uh, come up with a quote like this, because he had to do a lot of uh, sale shifting in his life to, uh, to get through. That was, that was his start. That was his beginning. So I'm going to tell how I met Miles and how this whole uh, show today came about. I have been a regular attender of uh, Christian Chamber meetings and uh, uh, am a member now. Our, our, this show is a member of Chamber. And I saw on the invitation that came leading up to the, to the Chamber meeting I was going to attend, I saw this, this uh, guy with a hat on and a very intent look on his face. But he looked like friendly enough, looked like he might have something to say. <laughs> and so I came to the meeting, and by the time uh, we do some preliminary things, and then uh, when Miles uh, got up to start talking, I could tell even by by the way that he began presenting and talking to and connecting with the audience, I knew that he believed that he had something of value to share with our folks at the at the meeting. And by the time he got done, I knew that he did. And I was so appreciative of that. In fact, uh, we had another chamber meeting a week or so later where he was the speaker, and I went to that one too, took more notes. So it's really, really uh, good, st- good stuff. And in preparation for this show, Miles, we've talked on the phone a couple times, mm-hmm. and I've just really been uh, challenged and encouraged by the things that you uh, have to share with us. And so uh, to our listeners, I just want to say Miles is going to help us get a handle on this. When the shift hits the fan, learning to embrace change as your friend. There you go, Miles. You ready for that? I hope so. <laughs> so... Uh, you know, change yes. as a friend that um, most of the time that is not how people are putting those two things together, those two concepts mm-hmm. together. So help us out. Why is the information you're bringing us today going to be so helpful? Well, I think partly is I've gone through major changes in my own life a number of times. And I also can respect and be appreciative of the audience that we're speaking to. Uh, who are baby boomers. I'm a baby boomer. And I'm in the middle of transitions all the time, personally. And then professionally, I have an opportunity to be around people who are in change uh, as well. So I am a mental health consultant for Multnomah County. So I have a chance to see people who are in various states of um, 
uh, homelessness and poverty and severe mental illness. And I see the radical changes they go through and the challenges that they have just to make it through a day. Mm-hmm. And then in a private practice as a life coach and, and a therapist, I work with folks who are also going through change. So what's really cool about my walk is that I not only have gone through a lot of personal changes um, in the most recent one, in terms of professionally and personally, I moved my wife and I, Pangea, that's my wife, and I moved from San Diego to Sandy, Oregon in 2005. And I also went from doing music production and working in the music business to working as a therapist full time, which I can't think of more of a radical change in terms of careers. And um, so that one's still in process, both of those pieces. And so I think what I'm learning to appreciate more, and this is really relates to the topic today, is how I can personally move with the changes and the challenges of my own life in finding ways to find meaning and purpose in my own suffering mm-hmm. and find that there's a greater purpose for yeah. it. Can you tell us some about... Some of examples of some of those changes, whether it's the shift from San Diego to Sandy or the career shift, what are some of those changes in your life that now help you work with others? Yeah, that's such a good question. Number one, I'm much more compassionate mm-hmm. uh, going through my own suffering. And the suffering piece for me, I'll kind of break it down for just for a second, is that the change from going from one physical location, San Diego to Sandy, Oregon, was radical. Even if I didn't make a career change, Mm -hmm. that was a huge shift for me. The change part was easy, going from San Diego to Sandy, Oregon. The transition, however, the internal, emotional, spiritual journey has been the the tough one to navigate. So there, on the physical front, that was a huge shift. Uh, And also being away from my tribe, my community, my supports, all that. I had no idea, or could I even anticipate what I was going to be facing in terms of the challenges of recreating community in another uh, location. And then you put on top of that going from being in the studio. I used to bring my dogs into the studio and we used to produce music for radio and television commercials around the world. And I had a really cherry job and making some good money and living by the beach. And now I decided that's not going to work for me anymore because I need to go to something more meaningful and purposeful. And I decided to work with the homeless and the most severely mentally ill. And I had no idea that that would be an amazing transition, you know, inside of how am I going to even like be around other people's pain um, and learning to use that and be uh, not drowning at all. Mm-hmm. Right. So how that your question really being how I apply this now, it's really about taking note of what I've learned along the way and how to help people maybe see some of the opportunities to learn and to grow, which basically we're looking to, to learn and to grow and to integrate what we do learn and hopefully not make the same mistakes that we make over and over, which becomes patterns. Mm-hmm. And we have opportunities to have our destinies change when we start to realize that these are learning opportunities and to find meaning and purpose. So I try to bring that spirit of adventure uh, and I may even put it as far as saying a little bit of play mm-hmm. to see that there is something here that may be really not only interesting and, and inviting and adventurous but also deeply rich you know when, when I'm what I'm hearing in in what you're saying is all of a sudden I can see people who have said things like <clears throat> um, 
no matter what I do, it seems I wind up in the same place and they're, they're kind of mad about it. Like, you know, the stars have aligned to, uh, go after them and punish them purposely by putting them right back in the same place where they were before. But what I'm hearing you say in that is, oh, that's an opportunity there. If we're running into the same thing over and over again, hmm, instead of feeling like the world's lined up against me, maybe there's a pattern here. Maybe there's something that I'm not paying attention to that winds me up in this place again. And now that I've realized that, it's an opportunity. How can I do it differently? Am I on the right path with you there, Miles? It feels appropriate and it feels accurate. The idea that we are facing life's opportunities to learn and to grow and then to make new choices based on what we learn and to integrate that. And sometimes it just takes stepping out of our frame of reference, mm -hmm. getting an outside perspective, gaining a sense of... Um, Stepping back to see the roles that we play, to see the themes that become current, mm -hmm. and we start to see um, these patterns more clearly. And for many of us, our lives just keep on ticking. Our demands on the day-to-day -day level are even more demanding now than ever. And it's very easy to get lost in the process. And to me, I call it getting lost in transition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to talk to both of you as mental health professionals, each with a different approach but very clinical in the sense of very scientific, very polished, very knowledgeable. And um, it seems to me on a layman's level here that change comes in a couple of different ways. One is change that's thrust upon us, mm -hmm. and another where change is offered to us, and another where change is something that we want to actually take upon ourselves. So, But I want to ask, the, uh, and I'm, everybody has a different response to change. You know, some people say change. Yeah, where where do we start? You know, early adapter kind of a person, and others. I mean, they dig in their heels and everything mm. else. But there is a fundamental challenge, I think, in there because change is difficult. Even if we embrace it, it's difficult. Why is it, you counselors? Um, why is it that change is so difficult? And I want our listeners to tune into this because change is happening to you. You're in the midst of change probably right now. In fact, I've heard it said that if you're not changing, you're not living. You know, um, now I, uh, down the street here, there's a cemetery and there's some people laying in graves. They're not changing. All they're changing is done. But I don't want to preach a sermon on this, although <laughs> I'm very tempted. But let's, uh, I'm going to ask both of you. Uh, Dr. Denise Hogan, I mean, a clinical psychologist, own private uh, practice with Square Peg Psychological, which says a lot in itself. And uh, Miles, and your, your degree work and everything else, why is it, humanly speaking, that change is just so darn difficult? Well, when I answer a question like that, it's just, this is why it's good to have two of us, because we'll ha come at this from different angles. For me, it's always about the brain. So in a nutshell, the brain likes predictability. It learns things so that it can know what to do in a future moment. Sure. So if we change it up, yeah. our predictability is lost, and now we're unsettled because we can't be sure 
of what the next step is. I want to hear more about that and Miles' response and his input on that too right after the break. Uh, We're just uh, reminding you folks that Dignity Memorial is in our community with 15 uh, funeral homes around to serve you. And also we have a a new sponsor. Uh, We call them playfully the Golden Girls. That is the Golden Placement Services. And I want to tell you something about them after the break. Have you ever had to go through the painful process of helping to plan a funeral for someone you love? It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people planned for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about it, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you through the process of planning. It also gives you helpful worksheets to ease the process. And of course, Dignity Memorial Funeral homes and cemeteries will even help you complete your plan. There are a lot of reasons to plan ahead that I can think of. For one thing, you can make sure your final wishes are respected. You'll be sparing loved ones the added grief of planning for you. And if you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation. There are a lot of very good reasons to pre-plan your own funeral arrangements with Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries, including the free planning guide. And now is a great time to give them a call. Call anytime, night or day, 503-747-7128. Life is a journey, and it really helps to have a roadmap, especially during your golden years of life. There are at least 80 senior living communities and 1,100 adult care homes in just the greater Portland-Vancouver metro area. At no cost to you or your family, you can plan now for the right fit for yourself or loved ones. Golden Placement Services is the roadmap to your new home. In four simple steps, assessment, research, touring, and follow-up, the Golden Girls will help you prepare for the next part of your journey. We found Golden Placement Services to be very helpful to us in locating a care facility for our father. They asked good questions to ascertain what kind of facility we were looking for. We were taken to a few homes that fit the criteria we were seeking, and we're very happy with the care our dad's receiving from the facility found for us by Golden Placements. Visit our website at goldenplacements.com to learn more. That's goldenplacements.com. Or call one of the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. So you've heard about Dignity Memorial, and I just want to remind you that they have informational seminars that are all over the area. So you want to go to our website, secondhalfnow.com, to find out um, or to even ask if the events are not posted there. They're free informational seminars, free dinner at a nice restaurant, or free lunch. Um, So uh, check that out, uh, good information. Now, I want to tell you about, I was having lunch with a pastor friend of mine recently, and uh, he's, he was telling me about his mom who needed to move from one care facility to another. And uh, she's uh, all wrapped up in all the dementia, and we're not quite sure what's all going on. But he says, I need to find another place for her because the level of care that she's getting isn't quite what she needs. So I said, my friend, can I tell you, can I give you a referral? And he practically leaned over the table at me, and he says, please. I said, I, I, I'm not going to refer you to a particular place, but to a service. 
And I described how the Golden Placement Services works and how they gather all the information. They meet with the family and they take you around to the places, several of which would be just right for you. And then you pick and you don't pay for that service. It's extraordinary. I really like the way that those Golden Girls work. And we just want to recommend people give them a call. Uh, contact our get through to our website and uh, you'll have some information there. Back to uh, the question about why change is so difficult because if we know how why it's so difficult then maybe we can employ some things some tools and strategies to help leverage it and to embrace it to, as our friend so um denise were you done with your little nutshell and we're going to go over to miles or do you want to finish that, up that part that was my nutshell but i will give one um picture dramatic picture of what i'm talking about this is something that's known about um people are hostages that have been kept captive. Mm -hmm. the, what's been learned over the years is that when rescuers go in to save them out of that situation, they practically have to kidnap people out wow. of that situation. Yeah. Even though they're trying to say, hey, it's freedom. It's all good, you're safe. What has happened is folks who have been in captivity have learned how to how to make that system work, how to keep themselves more safe, how to work with the folks who are their captors to make sure they get food, to behave correctly, to get, to get water, to get to use the restroom, all of those basic needs. So then somebody comes along and says, hey, I'm offering you safety and, and freedom and a new world. They're gonna stay safe in those routines that they've learned. So that's a dramatic picture of it, but if we take that dramatic picture and scale it back, we can see how our own patterns and routines are more comfortable than the unknown. And I'm gonna to have to interrupt right there because we're uh, heading toward the end of this portion of the show. We want uh, people to, you absolutely have to go over to the podcast. I'm gonna give the second clue to the um, to the quote, because there is a bridge there, something you're going to find uh, very interesting. And uh, here we invite Miles into the studio as our guest, and we do all the talking. So <laughs> we're going to get you in there, Miles. All right, plenty of time on the other side. Okay, so here's the second clue. First of all, the clue again, I can't, I mean the quote, I can't change the direction of the wind, but I can adjust my sails to always reach my destination. The second clue, his family attended church every Sunday, which is where he learned to love singing, and he joined the choir. He went on to a successful music career, recording one of his biggest hits, Big John. Now, for me, I remember that song. I could sing most of it myself, but for the life of me, I couldn't remember who recorded it. You guys I'm, know? Don't I'm say it. I'm not happy. No? <laughs> okay, well, here's our, here's our treat on the other side on the podcast. We're going to play the song, Big John. So we are going to uh, wind down this portion, which means this is what goes on air. But with our uh, website, we have the podcast to, to replay this side and also to the podcast side, which is the rest of the show. So we have things coming up. Other guests who are going to be in the studio in the next week's we have an estate planning attorney that will help uh, talk us through some of the things that we need to do to protect our family, uh, some of the estate planning measures. We have a real estate professional coming in, talk to us about downsizing, relocating, buying, selling, a tried and trusted uh, provider for uh, real estate. 
So keep listening uh, every week. And then we have Finding God in the Darkness, an amazing story of a family's sudden and drastic change and how they're getting through it. You're going to love that show. It's a, a real heart warmer and a faith builder. So that's it, 5.30 to 6 p.m. every Monday evening right here on KKPZ 1330 The Truth. We'll see you on the other side on the podcast. Uh, Be sure to go to our website to give us feedback and to get information, secondhalfnow.com. Go to the podcast. We'll see you over there. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.